Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Friday, February 12, 2016. Thank you all so much for joining us. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, Looking forward to a fantastic uh, weekend because we've been set up just right throughout this week. We're here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Definitely um, make sure when you are on the call, you post your notes on social media, tag us in it with our names and with the hashtag when dreams collide. We want to see what notes you're extracting from the call to spread positivity all over social media for sure. So uh, pull up your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that and use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see what notes you're taking from the call. Also, uh, mark your calendar for March the 5th, 2016, Dallas, Texas, ladies. We'll be having our Straight Talk, Woman Talk, Impart sessions, all right? So this is where myself, Dr. Esherlita Bruce, and Minister Keisha Wilson will be coming to Dallas to serve, to sow, to support, to teach, to connect, all those things that we need to do uh, for the, the maintenance for what we do with Straight Talk Women Talk on the phones every week and what we did at the intensive on January 16th. Make sure you head on over to straighttalkwomentalk.com for tickets, details, and information. If you have not subscribed to our website, please be sure to do so uh, today so that you can get connected. Uh, we got some exciting things coming up, announcements we're going to be making that we're going to be sending to our subscribers uh, there as well. So you want to make sure you join that list, okay? And so let's go ahead and get call started this morning. If you're driving, make sure you put in your earpiece, pull out your pen and paper, get your notes and everything uh, together. Make sure, again, you have your social media pages pulled up so that you can post your notes there as well. My husband is here ready to roll. Honey, won't you come onto the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, uh, uh, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes. Did you hear me? I said I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. You know what I'm about. Yes. You know what I'm about. You know, it is so important that your yes be yes and your no be no. I I need to know who you are. Yeah, I need to know who you are on the stage and behind the scenes. I want to know is there character behind the charisma? Is there substance behind the style? Is there a vision behind your values? You know what I'm about. See, see, if I can't trace you, I will never trust you. Please post. I, can, I cannot trace you. I will never trust you. Trust, uh, yeah, trust is the currency that is only developed from consistency, Trust is a currency that is only developed through consistency. You know what I'm about. Who you are speaks so loudly that I cannot hear what you are saying. 
you know what I'm about. The critical question this morning you have to answer for yourself is, who am I? What am I about? When my name is mentioned, what is it synonymous with? You know, when I mention the name Steve Jobs, immediately what comes to mind is iPhones and iPads or iPods or even Apple. When I mention the name Bill Gates, what comes to mind typically is Microsoft, you know, dealing with software and computers. When I say the name Michael Jordan, what comes to mind is basketball, the epitome of success or the apex of of winning and competing and champions. But here's the critical question. When when your name is mentioned, ah, this is tough. When your name is yelled out, your name. See, if nothing instantaneously comes up when your name is mentioned, that means you haven't been living. You've been simply existing. You've been taking up space. You've been inhaling inhaling oxygen, exhaling carbon dioxide for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years of your life, and you're going to die and nobody's going to remember you. We're going to need to have a tombstone just to mark the spot where you lay to rest because we won't remember who you are because you did nothing with your life. You know what I'm about. Is your life worth living? What's synonymous with your name? What are you known for? What cannot be attached to your name? See, there's certain things that should not be attached to who you are. You've reached a level of maturity and a level of security. There's certain things that you don't do for the public eye. There's certain places you don't go anymore. When you were a child, you spoke as a child. You thought as a child. You did as a child. But now that you're a grown man, now that you're a grown woman, my question for you is, what are you really about? What is, what, what is it that we can connect to you? What is it that we can attach to you? What is it that we see when we see you? Can I ask you a question? What enters the room when you come in it? What enters the room when you come in it? What do you bring to the table? See, ladies and gentlemen, I have discovered in this sojourn called life that you are either having a seat at the table or you are going to be on the menu. You know what I'm about. My whole life, I've been working. For my life, my life's work to have meaning. If your life is not making somebody else's life better, you're wasting your time. Did you hear me? I said, if your life does not make somebody else's life better, you are wasting your time. And most people, what we do is we tiptoe through life just to arrive safely at our grave. You know what I'm about. You know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30, 40, 50 years from now, they'll still be talking about Dr. Martin Luther King. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, they'll still be talking about Mother Teresa. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, they will still be talking about Mahatma Gandhi. 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, they'll still be talking about Nelson Mandela. My question for you is 20, 30, 40, 50 days from now, what will we be saying about you? I told you you're too anointed to remain anonymous. There ought to be something that you're doing 
not only something that you're doing, because before you decide on what you're going to do, you must commit to who you're going to be. Did you hear me? Before you decide on what you're going to do, you must commit. That's a word, commit. Commit, commitment. Commitment to continuity produces emotional stability. Commitment to continuity produces emotional stability, meaning every single day I'm getting better and better. Every single day I'm dying to who I was to give birth to who I will become. Every single day I'm reaching towards those things that are before me, forgetting those things that are behind me, pressing towards the mark of the higher calling. You know what I'm about when your name's mentioned. What's connected to you? Huh? What, what, what do I get when I get you? What, what, what leaves the room when you exit it? What is missed when you're not there? You know what I'm about. What, what, I mean, what are you about? Look at your surroundings. Look at the people you're connected to. What are they about? Because you resemble with those in whom you assemble. You resemble with those in whom you assemble. So association brings about a simulation. And if they ain't about nothing, uh-oh, you know what I'm about. See, how can two walk together unless they agree? Many of you people are being removed from your life. And I used to ask myself this question, why in the world uh, is that happening? And I discovered that we, 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 we are no longer connected because maybe the demons that we once had in common that kept us in close proximity. My demon died. Yours is still alive. That's why we're no longer connected. You know what I'm about. What are you about? I mean, what, I mean if we went to your website called Life and clicked on the About Me section, what could we read? What does your life footprint look like? What have you written on the canvases of the imaginations of people's minds in life? What can be identified readily by a multiplicity of people that pointed towards you and said your name and it will be connected with something that you did, something that you've done, or something that you're doing? What are you about? What's the about me section of your life saying? Are you still living in your past defeats, in your past letdowns, in your past setbacks. We don't want to hear about your past story anymore until you've overcome it. Nobody wants to hear about that. That ain't a testimony. You complaining. A testimony means I've passed the test. It was Paul that says, I kept the faith. Hey, there it is. I kept the faith. How do you keep something? First of all, you've got to get it. Most of us never got it because we didn't take the time to receive what should have been ours in the first place. What are you about? When you get on an airplane and you're about to take off, they come out and they make these announcements. And they say, in the case of an emergency, an oxygen mask will fall from the top. Put your mask on first before you attempt to help your neighbor. Can I ask you a question? What are you about? Hmm? Really? Not, not what you portray to be, because remember, you never attract who you pretend to be. You attract who you are. You, never, you will never attract who you pretend to be. You will always attract who you are. That's why I tell you, your dreams are tired of competing with your distractions. 
Your dreams are tired of competing with your distractions. You know what I'm about. Are you a dreamer or are you a distractor? You know what I'm about. You, people ought to know what you're about without you even having to tell them. It ought to be so evident. You ought to have so much evidence of what you're about that you are convicted before the trial even begins. You know what I'm about. Absolutely. In Exodus 3 and 14, God says to Moses, I am who I am. Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent you. I am is the, is the word I am. If you want to know what you're about, you need to check and see who God is about, what he's about. Who is he? How does he operate? How does he think? What does he do? Those are the things that those are the same characteristics that you are because in Genesis it tells us that we are made in his image and in his likeness. So if we're made in the image and the likeness of Christ, then guess what? There there's some characteristics there about him that are within us, but you don't know that they're there unless you get to know him. I am. You do you know what he's about? Do you know do you know what I am is about? Because if you know what I am is about, then you can get to know who you are and what you are about. There's, there's a purpose for you. You, you. My husband and I talked about this on our audio series. We have an audio series on purpose. If you haven't gotten it yet, go to yourpurposeiswaiting.com to get it. But it's an audio series on purpose. It's a three audio series, a three CD set. And we really do break down the components of it and, and because that's like the number one question. People want to know what they're about, but in order for you to know what you're about, you've got to know what you've been sent here for. Those are all components of discovering your purpose. Why are you here? What, what were you born to do? What problem were you born to solve? What angers you? What wakes you up in the middle of the night? What, what gets you going in the morning? What are those things that, you know, you just have to be the one to fix? Th- that lets you know what lane that you're supposed to be in, what you're supposed to be about, what your purpose works. It's an it's it's an it's a critical thing for people to discover, and to because if not you're just roaming. Dr. Miles Monroe said a man without purpose is like someone just chasing the wind. Just imagine if you're out there with a with a mason jar with a lid trying to catch air, and you just see a person running around with this jar, attempting to trap the air in the jar, trying to catch air, and you're gonna look outside and you're gonna see a running around with this jar and there's nothing in it, and you're like, what are they doing? Why are they running around like that? My goodness. Somebody needs to help them. Well, that's how most people look when they don't have any direction in life. When there's no purpose that has been discovered, there's no direction to go in. They don't know which step to take next, which which street to turn down next, and what to do next. So they don't know what they're about. So they're not doing anything. They're they're depending on other people to do things for them and, and banking on them, looking for a meal ticket so they don't have to put in any work. Riding coattails because they don't want to do anything, or, or they're they're just you know just existing and and just barely getting by, you know that that shouldn't be your life story. I just I just barely got by. You know you duplicate typically what's been what you've been exposed to, and if all you've been exposed to are things and people who are just barely getting by mentally, barely getting by emotionally, barely getting by physically, 
barely getting by financially. Listen, it's time for you to go get it all, not barely, but the whole thing. It's time for you to go and do something different. It's time for you to discover what you're about. It's time for that. There's work that you're supposed to be doing to serve other people, to make other people's lives better. It's time for you to discover what that thing is. I don't know what it is for you, what type of business it is, what kind of idea it is. Whatever that thing is for you, don't wait for permission from anybody. Just go do it. Because when God gave you the vision, he also gave you permission. Think about how you would feel if you, as a parent, told your child to go do something and they just ignored what you said. They just sat there or just told you they're not going to do it. Well, that's how God feels about us sometimes. He's constantly telling us, yes, start the business. Yes, leave that relationship. Yes, go to this place or stay, to, or stay here. He's constantly giving us orders and directions every single day, but and, unless you have an ear to his voice, then you don't know that that's him telling you. So, so you don't take the step, and because you don't take the step and do the action, you don't find out what you're about. You go through life existing versus living. Some people are walking around here like zombies. They're just going through the motions, going through the routine. You know how it is. You've been driving to a certain place for so long, driving to your house from work every day so much to where you don't even you don't even have to look at the street sign. You don't even have, you can you can be daydreaming about something completely different, not even paying attention to the road, not even focused on anything. And you just and you get to your destination. You get home. You know where to turn. You know where to stop. You know where to slow down. It's just it's just instinctive for you. It's just in you. You just you just going through the motions. That's a lot of people. They just it's so programmed in you to be a certain way and do things uh, in a mediocre way. Just accept what is that you don't go out and get what you deserve. It's time to make that shift. It's tough for you to discover what you are about. You've got to know what you are about. Your actions are writing a story about your life. Is your story worth reading? If somebody opened up the book about you, would they close it? Would they throw it in the trash? Would it sit on the shelf? What, what would that book do? Is it going to inspire people? Is it going to motivate them? Are you worth reading? Or, or, or are you just going to collect dust on the shelf like a trophy? What are you going to do with your life? There's something else to you other than just, just merely existing. As a grown man, as a grown woman, we are all responsible for what it is that we do in life. Wherever we are, we make the appointment to be there. Wherever you are in life, you make the appointment to be there by your actions, by your choices, by your decisions. And that was driven by who you believe yourself to be. We all act out of situations and we and we we go through our life doing things based on who we believe that we are. If you if you believe that you are successful, then you're gonna act like it. If you believe that you are defeated, then you're gonna act like that too. You gotta be so good at what you do and so congruent with what you do that like my husband said, you get convicted for it. And you get sentenced to a life of success. Will you get caught guilty, red-handed with doing something that is meaningful? Will you get caught? Are you guilty of being your true, authentic self? 
not what everybody else wants you to be or expects you to be or has told you to be, but who and what you genuinely are. You've got to know what you're about, and it starts with knowing who the real I am is about. Honey? You know what I'm about, and you know what I'm not for. You know what I'm about, and you know what I'm not for. People ought to be able to know and align you with certain things and certain places because you know what I'm about. God bless you. God bless your families. And God bless your dreams.